episode. Gas Network presents sports for the culture. And I'm here with the family. Price XXV, double I. Rome. Simolo. Bro, flying. T-Buggy, man. This is the greatest sports show on the planet. La Familia. Hope y'all ready for a ride. Can't wait to hear what you guys got to say. What's good, folks? It's your boy, T-Buggy, man. We are back. Hey, I'm your host for tonight, and uh, yeah, we got a good show for you. you. Got a good show, a little, you know, running a little behind, but that's because we was cooking up that good ass uh, pre-show. So you know, tap in for that, and uh, you know, it don't cost you much to, to, to get that pre-show content. But uh, before we get this show started, let me let me introduce the uh, the fellas. Uh, top left at Bryce XXV Double I, aka Mister Big Leaguer. AKA my mama's favorite gas panelist, man. Good to be back with y'all fellas for another iteration of Gas Friends Sports for the Culture, the 113th edition. So uh, let's keep going strong, fellas. 113th. We've been at this for a long time, man. Bottom left. It's your boy Demon over at Go. And gas prices are getting cheaper, fellas. I could go back outside even longer now. <laughs> A fucking premium was killing my pockets the last month. I was like, God damn. I wanted to sell my car at one point. I was like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> that shit had me hurt. Biden, you fucking up, man. Them Bidens, you know. Fucking up his man's, man. I'm, I'm telling you, man. The old Trumpito, man. My bad dog. My bad. <laughs> Hey, man, you know who it is, man. Your boy, Young Rome 22, man. Uh, shout out all the loyal listeners out there. If you new, hit that subscribe button, that follow button, man. <clears throat> we got a great show for you, as always, man. G cutting up already, man. And it, if you haven't already, man, subscribe to that pre-show so you can get more content just like that, man. Like, we've been having a good time. So definitely do that. Okay, let's jump right in, fellas. Uh, let's let's get straight to. It's not a lot of sports going on. I mean, you got a little bit of basketball, a little bit of things, but um, NFL, man, uh, it's it's the off season. NFL, you know, the league that never stops, and we got all sorts of things from. Uh, I, I've been hearing rumblings of Calvin Ridley, uh, you know, getting a season, and, and Deshaun Watson potentially getting you know, four to six games. I know that was out there in the Twitter world. Um, But directly about the football, you know what I'm saying, about the league, how do y'all feel about this year's upcoming seasons, uh, like upcoming breakout players? Like, who do you guys think are going to be, like, good fantasy players or just guys that are just going to take their game to the next level next season? Can I start? Go ahead. Your boy, Debo Samuels. I need to know what the fuck is going to happen to him. Because my man, he was my draft steal last year when I got him in the fourth round. And now that his, you don't even know if he's going to stay with you guys or where the fuck he's going to end up going. It's just, it's hurting my heart right now. Because he's literally a first round pick this year if he stays with the 49ers. You think Debo is a first round fantasy football draft? Yeah. The man runs, does running back and a receiver. I don't know how much more we'll see him at running back, but uh, based on last season, definitely going to be high on a lot of people's draft boards. 
Um, but, you know, as a loyal 49ers, long-time fan, I, I'm here to tell you, Debo's not going anywhere. You know, we just sweeping up the bag for him. You know, we got to get paid more than those uh, jokers like uh, DK, McLaurin, AJ Brown, those types. You know, Debo is the, the king of that of that crop. So, you know, he's going to get the bag. I'm just saying, man, he could at least sign that little boy's ball when he was showing him that 49ers ball. Like, yo, can you sign this for me, Debo? My man said, stay the fuck away from me. Leverage, leverage. You know, you know. <laughs> leverage. Bryce, Bryce, what you got, man? Who you got for like a, a, a breakout player? Breakout player. Let's see, man. A couple guys come to mind, uh, starting with receivers. Last year when we did this, we did our uh, right before the season, or not too not too much before the season. We did our fantasy sleepers last year, and one of my fantasy sleepers was Court Cortland Sutton, and he didn't pan out last year because he had no quarterback play. He had subpar quarterback play, but this year he has Russell he has Russell Wilson this year, and uh, Cortland Sutton has reached a thousand yards before. He's played with a lot of different receivers. Last year he was coming off an injury. Uh, this year he should be like back to tip top form, I believe. I can see him having a pretty big year. Um, he's a guy I always believed in. Came out of SMU. I remember when he came out, he was he was always a, a tough ball player. But uh, now it looks like you know he may be able to take that next step with a Russell Wilson type talented quarterback. Uh, going to quarterback, one guy I'm looking out for, and it sucks. So my team's got to play him game one. Is Trevor Lawrence. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is due for a, a bounce back season. Uh, we all saw his talent at Clemson. We all saw it. You was blind if you act like Trevor Lawrence wasn't one of the best quarterback prospects you ever seen come out of college, and it didn't translate immediately to the NFL. Now, I just I'm fresh off watching Jamarcus Russell interview, and I feel <laughs> like sometimes the way he was talking, it's clear that sometimes you have to have that support team around you, and it's got to come from the organization that drafted you. Doesn't seem like Trevor Lawrence had that in Urban Meyer. So maybe he gets something better this year and we see how it ends up working out. And uh, if it works out, I feel like you could have like a guy in Trevor Lawrence who instantly becomes that, uh, you know, an NFL quality NFL starter. And all of a sudden we're looking around like, how do we miss this? So um, I think Trevor Lawrence is one to watch out for. And a running back. Hmm. Y'all know my guy, man. I don't, I'm not going to say breakout, but, like, especially if you get to a fantasy draft and you need a reliable running back and all the running backs are flying off the board, you can't never go wrong with David Montgomery, man. You can't. I'm expecting another 1,000-yard season from my guy David Montgomery. Man. What, the most underrated running back in the NFL. David Montgomery, is just not a sexy pick. It's not a sexy name. I got one more for you. I got one more for you. A.J. Dillon from the Packers, too, man. A.J. Dillon from the Packers, they slowly trying to phase Aaron Jones up out of there. Um, they basically had the same amount of carries last year, and A.J. Dillon at times performed better with those carries. That dude was hard to bring down. He was went crazy at Boston College, man. And uh, I can see him having a big year, really forcing the Packers' hand to uh, get rid of Aaron Jones. Okay, okay. Sutton, Dillon, David Montgomery, and who else we had? Certain oh and Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence, sunshine. Yeah. It's not a bad crop. Not a bad crop. I thought you were gonna say 
uh, Curtis Samuels for the exact same reasons that you like Cortland Sutton. Nah, bro. I, I moved on from Curtis. I moved on from Curtis, man. Maybe Rome will take, will take Curtis, but I moved on from Curtis because he was another one of my sleeper, my fancy sleepers last year. And, you know, he just never played. You know, he never woke up. And he's already hurt early in camp this year. I'm not blaming him. You know, it is what it is. Injuries are part of the game, but I can't put him on my list for breakouts, for breakout season. Okay. Young Rome, you got any guys you think could uh flash this season? Yeah, man. I got I got somebody in mind, man. I'm not gonna give a big long list this early hour. It's still mid-July, man. We got a lot of time. <clears throat> but one guy that I am ready to put my stamp on, man, that I'm surprised nobody else said is the quarterback down in Miami, man. Tua. Tua is poised to have a breakout season this year. I think you're crazy if you think he's not going to. Everybody thinks, oh, well, Tua's not Pat Mahomes. He's not going to be able to get it there. He's going to have underthrown passes. You think the coaches don't see that already? You think the coaches aren't going to see that in training camp? Uh, A lot of Pat's yards weren't even always big bombs. A lot of them were just dump-offs or crossing passes to to Tyreek or somebody like that, you know? They can throw screens. They can do all kinds of things to utilize Tua. Uh, and or u- utilize his strengths in the passing game. He's a very accurate passer. So I think Tua is is going to have a huge season. I think he's going to catapult himself in, in into the top 10 talks, maybe not top 10, but he'll be one of those quarterbacks that people are, are overhyping by years in. Yeah, that's, that's not a bad pick, but I, I, Mike McDaniel – 49ers from that Shanahan tree. Um, uh, those a guys- tree, a, a tree that utilizes the screen game, tight ends, a, a tree that knows how to protect passers like that. If you remember, I believe Brunel was under the Shanahan's at one point, and he had he had big success. So. Brunel, um, <laughs> oh, bro, yeah, unpredictable. Hey, Scruff, you guy, man. Hey, Scruff, at least I got the name right, bro. <laughs> I think Brunel broke the uh, record under Shanahan, right? The uh, most completions in a row in a game. Yeah, it might have been. Dipping I and dunking. So. I, I can see that for Tua. That that record might be in jeopardy, Brunel. Tua might just <laughs> dink and dunk you out the Yo, record. Why, why do we act like a dink and dunking is a huge problem? Like Tom Brady and dink and dunking his way to a few Super Bowls, man. Not all the Super Bowls. Don't get me wrong. Some of them he was airing, his, airing it out. But it. For every time, every every team Tom Brady was on had a Kevin Falk or James White or you know a dump ball guy. You got to have your dump ball guy, man. Tom Tom Brady got it with with nobodies. If you would have gave him Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill, uh, he would have thrown sixty touchdowns in the season. Not nah, fact, but that's part of that's because no, he wasn't throwing sixty. Oh, oh, getting Tyreek Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying though. Part of the reason he had nobody is because he was just dumping that thing off, bro. You don't need nobody when all you're doing is uh, dumping that thing off, bro. Hitting, hitting the easy ones, bro. That's why Tom Brady is the GOAT. He always took what was there. But I don't know about – uh, I don't know if I'm drinking the Tyreek in, in Miami Kool-Aid just yet. Tyreek and Tua. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, G, you, I know you gave us Debo. Uh, <laughs> but, but is that who you had for a uh, breakout guy? Oh. Wait, is he talking? 
interference from the Mars rover. <laughs> G, we can't hear you, G. No, we cannot hear you, G. We can't hear you. And we're going to give G a second to get his, get his mic straight. Picking up feedback from the rings of Saturn. You know, NASA just had You know, them Eminem is part of the culture now. So, um, hey, my man G was over there sounding crazy. I like <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Let's bring him back and see if he's good. G, you good? G Money. Hey, you know, they said he, it's funny, we was talking about that in the pre-show. He do got that dial up. Dial up. <laughs> got that cock. <laughs> I hate y'all. No, no. Uh, I want to say Saquon has a breakout here this year coming up. The offensive Ooh. line got better. Wait, wait, you wait, heard wait. me? Saquon. Ooh. <laughs> hey, yo, watch your fucking mouth, man. Uh, my boy, my boy. I feel like my boy's going to have a breakout here this year. <laughs> hey, go ahead. G did well. I would, I would have said, you know, it was an abduction, but G came back completely the same. He said Saquon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. I, but I could see Saquon kind of having a uh, like a redemption type season. Um, I, running back needs a line, but the quarterback play. You, you you know Saquon's biggest problem, man. He trying every time he touch the rock, he trying to score, bro. Saquon don't understand. Mm-hmm. Saquon doesn't understand layups, bro. He want he want everything to try to be a home run. He don't understand singles. Saquon don't understand dinking down. Yeah, exactly, bro. If Saquon can hit his singles and doubles this year, he'll be back in that top five back conversation. But until he starts doing that, because he's he's not as explosive as he once was. Let's be honest. So, nah. Not that any injury. He's still I think he's still I felt like he needed that another year because of the knee injury. No one could be like Adrian Peterson. I don't so, know. Saquon to me, when I see Saquon, man, he's one of those rare, like athletic just monstrosities, bro. Like that man just looks like and I'm sure he's lost the step or whatever, just because that's we're all human, but like that man just looks like he's due like G might not be too far off. I don't I don't really believe in Saquon personally. I gotta see it before I believe it, but I wouldn't be too shocked just from the little bit I seen of him, you know, in the little workout videos or whatever. But like he just looks like that type of dude that's always ready to to have a big year. Yeah, I mean there's no doubt it's right. I mean the biggest question is, you know, like like my man say quarterback play. You know, you're looking at eight man fronts. I don't care who you are. If you consistently send seven, eight in a box and your quarterback can't help you out, it's going to be a long season, man, a long, painful season. Exactly. Yeah, that's facts, bro. That's Shit. facts. Shoot. Uh, what else? We drafted fucking for offensive linemen, so hopefully somebody do something. God damn y'all, it. Been, y'all been drafting a whole lot of offensive linemen recently, so somebody got to pay. Now, ever since what? Y'all got Will Hernandez. And ever since then, y'all got a big time old lineman. It seems like y'all been driving the old lineman the way the skins drive D lineman. Yes. Well, well, we've been trying to fix this offensive line since fucking 2011. I remember because Will Hernandez was supposed to be like Quentin Nelson. It just didn't pan yeah. out. <laughs> it just didn't pan out. 
He is. He. I still like Will Hernandez though. What uh? What about rookies, man? I know you know we we heard nothing but vets. Any 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 rookies poised to crack a a fantasy top ten this season? Jahan Dotson. That's my sleeper for a rookie. Yeah, oh, Another Dotson? Hey, uh, bro, bro, bro. Yeah, it would, it would be a man, dog. <laughs> 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 my man Rome said Jahan Dotson with all confidence, too, man. Gotta love I, it, I, man. I'm in the top 10 in the NFL, like the fantasy points. I'm not sure what you were referring to, sir. <laughs> hey, but in, in Rome's defense, though, Jahan Dotson has been getting rave reviews in camp. You know what I'm saying? He's been getting rave reviews. From who? The last time, the last time us as Washington fans heard of a receiver getting rave reviews in camp, it was Terry McLaurin. So I understand why Rome feels the way he does, because there's a chance that we might have two Terry's out there. Just saying. Shout out to my man, Young Rome. Two two number twos. Castle Rome. <laughs> <No>, Rome. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> no, so no, no other rookies other than uh, Jahan Dotson. Dotson. <laughs> JD. Nah, nah, it's, JD. It's, plenty, it's plenty. It's plenty of rookies. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, I've been rookies, yo. it's plenty of rookies. Like, let's think, man. Running back. There's a couple. There's one running back I think going to translate instantly. That's my guy, Brees Hall, man. Ironically, he went to the same school as one David Montgomery. But he also reminds me of David Montgomery. Not because they went to the same school, but the matter of fact, the, what, 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 go ahead, go ahead, G, my bad. I was going to say the kid Drake from the Jets. I think he's going to be like a, a standout guy this year. So we're Drake, not giving him Drake, enough credit. Drake. The receiver? Drake? Yeah. Drake London? Mm-hmm. I thought he, I thought he went to the Falcons, right? No, I thought he went to the Jets. Oh, all right. Either way, yeah, Drake London gonna be tough, man. That's a big, that's a big receiver. I don't know if Drake London gonna be like game changer. Like, I don't know if Drake London gonna be like, you know, I feel like the receiver prototype is changing. Drake Drake London went to Atlanta. Brees Hall. Oh, he went to Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, that's what I thought. Who the fuck did the Jets get? Was it Saucy? The Jets got home. Oh yeah. wow! And, and Brees Hall gonna be a problem over there. And they got they really build the backfield like they putting all the tools around Zach, Zach Wilson to see. Yo. They got a they got a Wilson too. Which Wilson? Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Wilson, bro. That's another one, bro. Like and Garrett Wilson, the, yo, I swear, man, that dude was hard to evaluate for me because, like, bro, you watch Garrett Wilson tape and you want to be like, bro, this dude's gonna be great. But like, it's like I don't know. Like something is not there that I'm. I don't know, bro. But Gary Wilson might be like on some Tyree Hill shit. He might. It's a chance. Mm. That's another one, bro. Like he's there, especially if you're in a dynasty league. Yo, go receiver. If you're in a dynasty league, go receiver. I hate that I'm saying this because I'm in a dynasty league with all three of these dudes. But <laughs> if you're in a dynasty league, go receiver, yo, because like, bro, that's the best value. It's always. I think that's gonna be the best value for the rest of like football. <laughs> Well, as we say, with, with this version of what football is, you know, it's, it's easy to translate uh, the college game to the pro game at that position. 
probably the easiest. Nah, hundred percent the easiest. That, oh, that, that was another story that uh, recently came out. Zach Wilson. Anybody catch that story? Yeah, I yeah, it. I seen that story. Wait, that was a real story. Apparently, yes, sir, boy. And apparently, he was messing with uh the Redskins receiver's mom, Dax Mill. That's his man's or no? Yeah, they was roommates. That's nah. that's what the report is. Um, I don't know if that's true. So, watch first from Gilly the Kid. He was he was breaking the leather on somebody's mom. The the story I heard was he was dating, well not dating, but you know sleeping with one of his mom's friends. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, it was one of his mom's friends. I thought it was one of his friends' moms. No, one of his mom's. <laughs> <laughs> that's a critical piece of information. Judging the character of Zach Wilson, it's one thing to be it's one thing to be hitting your mom's friend. All right, you know, all right, cool. If you hitting your friend's mom, <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> one of those ones, man. One of those ones, buddy. Son, can't do that. Can't do that. She a baddie though? Well, that well, they don't know. I, I saw a picture. And people were trying to pick, you know, which of the friends. The mom was in a picture of like six friends, but they were trying to pick which one. Um, oh, his girl left him for Dax. Oh, yeah, his girl him. left him for Dax. Wow. And then he got with his mom's yeah, friend. Story all wrong, yo. <laughs> Who's like Wait, what? from that damn uh, Twitter page that he catches scruff every time? Bryce Sports Online, man, you turning to BSO, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, my yo, Shorty got to be bugging though, right? How you gonna leave? How you gonna? <laughs> mom's friend is legendary, but now nah, how you gonna leave the starting quarterback for the Jets? For the special teams receiver on, on on the commanders, bro, like that's an L. I mean, he might have left her though, or she might have just saw him play. <laughs> well, she's not she's not seeing Dax play because he ain't getting very much time. Man, so wait, not- wait, wait, wait. Right. So old girl left Wilson for some for the commanders player, right? Yeah, yeah. Them, her and the, them two players used to be roommates in college, which is even wilder. So then he got with his mom? So what's the actual story? Bro, bro said you took my girl, I'm taking your mom. <laughs> yeah, is that what happened? <laughs> nah. I was about to say, yo, that's legendary. Like, what? Fuck violation. That's more legendary than anything. It's one thing trying to take your man's sister, but taking his mom? My man just said, I'm destroying all your foundation. The Mormons, man. That, that, that Mormon soaking, man, got them wild. They, they... <laughs> yeah, oh, man, but that's yo, I mean, that's... friends. Friends, hold on, man. We talked about this a little bit in the group chat, man. How do y'all feel about that, yo? I gotta ask y'all that. We, so we were saying if like if you die, you know, if one of your homies dies, you should never be messing with your homies, your homies' girl, man. After after, after they die, you feel me? How, How do y'all? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who said that? We said that. We said that in the pre-show. We were talking about that. A little well, bit. I don't know. I don't know. We did say whoa, that, whoa, but whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 it is. It is. So if your homie, if your homie dies, if your homie is married and he dies. Your wife, his wife is free game. 
Bro, marriage yes. is literally till death do us part. We we died and we are apart now. I just say yes. Like, see, it's free game. Yo, I feel you, but like, you okay? Would do you feel like dead? You would feel better if your homie had your wife, or would you rather? I, I mean, I, if you feel like dead, you would be like, all right, yeah, hold it down for me, bro. Hold it down for me, bro. Come on, I dog. mean, he knows your kids. He knows your kids. He knows your wife. <laughs> At this point, like, you know, I hope you, I hope you love him. That's how I'm, I'm like, uh, at that point, what the fuck am I going to do? Tell God, yo, reincarnate me to a bear. I'm going to eat this motherfucker. What the fuck? <laughs> what is going on here, man? I'm in heaven's gate. I'm chilling. I'm about to I'm about to be in ghetto heaven with Tupac and them. The fuck I care. I'm about to be more hoes up there. Hey, really? <laughs> and faithful <laughs> once you heard me. Yo, you wild, bro. That's good. Everybody might go to their own heaven, though, so maybe that's yours. <laughs> Would you want your, your your girl or your wife to be with somebody you know, or some random guy on Tinder that's just going, you know, just trying to burn it up? All right. Well, if your wife ends up with a random guy on Tinder, you you might have you might have not chose well to, uh, from. No, nah, you can't say that. I ain't playing no long game. I ain't trying to fucking. All right, you should have just said, but you use the word random. If you would have just said guy from Tinder. I probably wouldn't have felt no way. When you said random guy pretender, no, like no, no, no. Uh, nah, I think I think we're looking at the question the wrong way, man. Like, if you dead, bro, you dead, bro. <laughs> like you dead. You don't get the car no shot. I think it's right, more so. Hey, hey, thank you, B. You done called your homie's wife, sis. Hey, what up, sis? Now all of a sudden, yo, you are predator mode on your dead homies. Your dead homies. Nah, he's nah, right bro. though. Like, if, I think it's more so on if you the you the friend and your homie passed on. Now you now you going after his wife, bro? You the grimy? Nah, nah, that's, see, what I'm nah. that's what I'm saying. Isn't that grimy? That's my question. Is it grimy or not? But it depends how how the leader goes. It's fair game because you know she gonna have to write the dude to move on with her life. And let's say yo, let's say one one wild night. Like yo, <laughs> yo, yo, it leads to some shit. Like yo, unintentionally. I mean, if, I, if I'm not, if I'm yo, the one that died, yo, yo, I died. Y'all can, y'all do what you want. I'm not on. What this, you gonna this come and hop me boy. while Miss Stroke? Like, bow, bow, bow. Like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know, man. I'm just saying. This, this really spurs a wild agent boy, uh, HB. Your, your man Hunter Biden. That's a wild boy. But when his when his brother Bo died, he started dating his brother's wife. For about yeah, that's, this is really how that started. Yeah, yeah. that's wild, bro. It's wild. Hunter dude. Biden started a lot of conversations like, this week. Especially your brother, kids, bro. That's your he knows brother. his way around the house. So if they had kids, that means they would be brothers, sisters, and cousins at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's some of that going on already that we don't know about, but yeah. Strange times, bro. Strange <laughs> times, man. There you go, strange <laughs> times, bro. You ever heard of? Hold on. It's, it's a Spanish word for this. It's called a primo se prima. It's like cousin on cousin crime. Like, there's no strange time. That shit's been happening back in countries, thick ass countries. So, this ain't weird now. Yeah. yeah. Y'all I mean, acting real bougie. Y'all acting real civilized up here. Y'all, like, y'all not from the <laughs> South. Y'all from Virginia. <laughs> Don't get real city folks on me now, fellas. I know where y'all from. Be, I, thought, be, I thought love was love. Yo, yo. <laughs> love was love. My yo. whole thing as long as no brother and sister crime, I ain't got no problems. Matter of fact, even cousins like, oh, that's kind of weird. But anything else besides that, I'm like, y'all niggas shot the fuck out. It's called it's Mississippi. Called Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs>
right. So hold on. So let me get everybody's official take on this. Can you date your dead homie's wife or girlfriend, Bryce? Nah, bro, that's a violation, bro. If you some people don't live by a code and some people do. If you live by a certain code, we all live by some code, but if you live by a certain code, you just wouldn't do that, bro. It's a violation. Some would say your, your, your boy dying is putting the code in to get the girl. He said put your boy. You start telling so hold like, on, let me, let like me spin code. It's more like a cheat code. Let me spin the question like this then. What if what if your boy and his girl break up long-term relationship or they marry, they get divorced? Can you can you holler at her then? Like what happens? No, what, you know what I mean. Bro. So I'm he he has to, he has to die for it to be okay. Like that's crazy. Yeah, no, that's crazy, G. Bro. They both violations. G, like, that's yo, crazy. Talk, you I said if he's still alive, I'm not going to talk to her. But if he died, it's fair game. I mean, how you how, how you gonna, how you going to invite your man's over the crib when that was the damn near his, that was his whole wife or fiance at one point. In his life, like yeah, dog. Now I'm breaking the, I'm breaking the back of her bag. Uh, what's good, my boy? Let's go eat dinner in my crib on a Sunday. And he gotta watch her now. He gonna remember seeing her. Like, nah, you can't do that. My man gotta be dead. Like, hey, you know, you know, she cook on Sundays, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, my man gotta be dead. Hold on, but what if you're a better man for her? <laughs> nah, ain't, nah, ain't no this. This ain't no secret loving shit. Now, nah, ain't that kind of nigga. Now, nah, that's a grind. Now, nah, that's a sexy A-O-T. ass motherfucker. Aot, where are you? This is sexy motherfucker. That's great. I feel you, man. Hey, that's sexy right there. You should never get to the point where you find out. That's how. That's how I think about it. Exactly. So it's a fair game after you die, though. <laughs> right, if you, if you, you just you just contradicting yourself right now. I'm saying this fair game after you die. It's cool. I'm like, all right, go ahead, dog. Crack her back. I don't give a fuck. I'm te- dead. Technically, I'm technically, after you die, he would be the better man. Because well, if he was your best <laughs> man, technically, right? Yeah. He's the only man left. <laughs> <laughs> but, all I'm saying, as long as you know my kids already, you ain't got to worry about the awkward stuff. You know them kids already. If you have kids. <laughs> It'd be all right. It'd be like, yo, just take care of the family. Boop, boop, boop. Man, it's yeah. You may just replace you, take over your whole family. That's fine with me. As long as you take care of them kids. They change their last name to your homie's last name. <laughs> Dude, I might have, I'm, I'm have to come down just for one day and be like, yo, what the fuck going on here, no, dog? I ain't got no name lineage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn. Man, over this, this prestigious Raiders name, bro. Nah. Because you got homies. <laughs> I want to message your wife after you did. The name is Demolo Prego. Sexy. So, Ron, what's the official stance on this? Nah, man, I, I don't think you could date your your home. I mean, I guess, you know, once, the, once somebody's passed on, it's really up to the person that they were with. If they're ready to move on, and date somebody that was close to them. I really think it's gonna be harder on them. Like if you if you know that was my man, you knew that was my homie, that was you know my best man at my wedding, all that type of shit, and you want to move on with him, then maybe you know that's what it was. That's what it was meant to be. But uh, me personally, I wouldn't make that move. I would I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Nah. That's that's a mature take, Rome. 
G, I, th- I think we know how you feel. Like the guy has to the guy has to be dead. Only if he's dead. If he's not dead, <laughs> you can't cross that line. Why, why you gotta be dead, though, bro? He's not like a damn mobster, bro. The guy gotta be dead. He gotta be dead. What you mean? I just told you. I just told you why you don't have to get invited to the crib. How you gonna see your your John that you were once called the wife or a fiance? You gotta look at your man's face like, damn, she was just cooking me that shit. Damn, she made it the same way how I love it. Like, nigga, I'm about to kill you. You ain't about to keep this bitch around me. Fuck is wrong with you? We all dying here. Might make me go crazy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> See how that now how you gonna call that your homie? At that point, he's your enemy because he's gonna drive you to a point where you gotta get out of character. Hold on, so so G, what if he's alive and she comes on to you? Are you gonna say now while he's alive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, at that point we'll be like, you a stank ass hoe. Not now, later. <laughs> Get away from me. Oh, I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. Get away from me, you steak okay. ass hoe. All right, all right, all right. So, so, so the real, the real that question. That way he's alive. That way he's alive. That wasn't me. That was his words. That was his words. That was his words. His words. All right, man. Let's get back to the sports real quick, man. Uh, what I, I saw this on Twitter. I, I, I couldn't tell where it came from, but I saw the tweet. Uh, apparently, Andre Iguodala said that Rasheed Wallace was uh, still an active NBA player in today's game. Uh, he would be better than Giannis. He'd be better than Greek Freak. Um, I, I have some strong feelings on this, but uh, I, want, I want to get you guys' takes before I chime in. So, uh, Who said that? Uh, Andre Iguodala. Who's played with some great guys? You know what I'm saying? He's played with Iverson, he's played with Steph, he's he's played with some talent. So he, you know, he's seen some very skilled guys. He's played against some very skilled guys. But uh, he said Rasheed Wallace would be better than Giannis right now if he was in the NBA. Uh yeah. I don't know if he'd be better than Giannis right now. But I will say today's NBA is tailor made for Rasheed Wallace, who 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 kind of was ready to revolutionize the game before it was ready the game wasn't ready for Rasheed Wallace when he came out a lot of coaches would get upset with him for playing this game you know what I mean a lot of coaches didn't give him the 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 complete freedom that it, that he would probably receive in today's game the green light you know as they say um I think Rasheed Wallace would would have been more like a top 10 top 15 player in today's game versus probably being the top 25 top 35 guy excuse me that he was uh at, at his peak you know what i mean don't get me wrong though she had some years where he was you know definitely top 20. but he's always been in that you know top 20 top 30 range throughout his career he was never really like viewed as a top 10 guy but i think he had that potential and in today's game man the way he could shoot the ball he could shoot. Remember, remember, Rasheed Wallace could shoot the ball the same way with either hand too. He could shoot threes righty or lefty, bro. He could do fadeaways righty or lefty. Like his his shooting was ahead of his time. Uh, his his playing that way for a big man was a lot. It was was ahead of his time. And I think that uh, in today's game, he could have been 
he could have been a real he could have been a real threat, man. Maybe maybe not maybe more like a top fifteen player, but I think he could have been with the freedom they give the big men today. He would have been great. He would have been great. I do want to point out that Rasheed Wallace, uh, his Blazers team was cheated. Uh, I believe Western Conference Finals against the Lakers. Um, so it was falling. Yeah, I remember that. Was that, know, was that uh, who else they have? Was that Bonzi Wells? That was Bonzi Wells. Yeah, I remember that. And Cliff, Cliff, uh, Cliff Robinson. Was Cliff Robinson on that team? That would be towards the <clears> end of career if he was. I can't remember that team vividly, but I do know the Lakers came back from a 20 point deficit and, um, it came out that the refs, you know, fixed it on that game. But uh, Rasheed was a dog. But uh, Rome, G, I got any thoughts on this? Rasheed Wallace being better. Yeah, man. I think it's a bit – I think it's a little bit of a stretch, bro. Like, So I, I hate comparisons like this because I hate – especially in the NBA. I hate comparing errors in the NBA. Like, uh, Rasheed Wallace is one of the few players where I do think his game does translate to today's game. So you can kind of compare this one better than others. But, I mean, to say that he would be better than Giannis uh, after seeing what Giannis has just, you know, accomplished, and maybe it's a little bit recent, you know, but I just feel like I don't know if Rashid was the player that I believe Giannis is, you know. So I think in that sense it's a little bit of a stretch, but I do understand the comparison of someone like Wallace's game to today's game because I do think it would translate. I agree. I, that, that, I'm right there with you. I, I don't think he – Giannis is a different guy, man. And, and I don't I honestly don't think Rasheed was strong enough to handle a guy like uh, Giannis. But I guess <laughs> technically that wasn't – hey, cheers. <laughs> G, G. <laughs> hey, We're hey. throwing text. G, what you think, man? You think Rasheed would have been a, a top five player? I think the Dallas has been in California for way too long, smoking on some good Chiba out there. My man smoking mad chronic to be saying some <laughs> wild shit like that. No, no disrespect to the great Rasheed Wallace, but Rasheed Wallace only averaged 20 points once in his career. Once. And can y'all guess who what team? The Bullets. Pistons. The, wrong. You, Bryce? I said the Bullets. No. The Falcons. One time. With the Falcons. Me play for the Falcons. Wait, wait, wait. I mean the Hawks. Man, trade. Why don't you football? Oh my god. He never tried for the Falcons. Jesus Christ, no. You only average Oh my God. See, I'm smoking that good team. But see, I'm getting contact high off of what's the Dollar just said right now. He's bugging. Giannis is a two time MVP. Rasheed Wallace only averaged 20 points once in his career. Bro, no, he's fucking bugging. Hell no. Yo, bro, I, I need to smoke with he's. I plan on smoking with he's smoking. I just said the fucking Falcons. The Jesus fuck? Christ. God, see, that shit hurt my head. Bro, nah, man. Man's just bugging. Bugging the fuck. Yes, he's smoking that Wallace OG because I'm smoking that shit. I don't even believe that shit. I'll tell you this, Rasheed Wallace definitely would have been an all-star in today. He would well, he's a four-time all-star, but he would have been a he would have been a Hall of Famer in today's game. I'll tell you that. Is he not an Hall of Famer now? No, no. I don't think he will make it. No. You know? I, I don't I think, think I, hear me out. I don't think Rasheed Wallace would have been a top 30 or 40 player in today's game. No. Everybody 
Nah, look, listen. You know why? Because a guy like a Paul George would be able to defend a Rasheed Wallace. Like, everybody is tall and athletic now. Like, But Rasheed Wallace would still be able to take Paul George to the post, bro. Rasheed Wallace's post game was crazy. It was, bro. I don't know, man. Like, it was, bro. Everybody he had crazy footwork in the post. Chris Bosh, uh, Garnett, like the, the guys that were like the original stretch fours, the Dirks, they kind of ushered in this new era. Um, the KDs, if you will. What would Rasheed Wallace do with a KD? Absolutely nothing. Like, yeah, but Rasheed Wallace would be more of a big man than a KD, but I do feel you on that. I do feel you on that. I, he, he is more of a big man, but. I just think everybody is so much more athletic that a lot of that stuff would be a little easier defended versus uh, playing against guys like Sabonis or um, a, a Tim Duncan. You know, can't. I guard. agree completely, bro. And that, that's kind of what I meant by comparing different eras because it's like the, the game has changed to where people are more equipped to defend that style of play. Rashid had a bit of an advantage back then because. People his size weren't doing that. So, like, like literally, like T is saying, bro, like, the people def defending him weren't equipped to defend that style of play, whereas today <clears throat> people can do that. And, and that, that's why I think the Giannis part is just such a stretch, man, because, like, Giannis is really that dude, bro. And I think it 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 takes away at, at Giannis's greatness, man, because I think he's up there with, with the best players in the NBA. Yeah, I agree with that, Rome. It does take away from his greatness to a certain point. But it's also, I think, Iguodala trying to tell y'all how good Rasheed Wallace really was. And not only, like, it's, it's, I think it's a little more than just his ability to stretch the floor. Remember, Rasheed Wallace was always basically handcuffed while he played, bro. There was no coach that was going to allow Rasheed Wallace to play how he really could play. Because, honestly, Rasheed Wallace was more like a Jokic, bro. He was more like a guy that you could really run everything through. You know what I'm saying? In fact, I can remember, like, that's why – those Pistons teams work out so well, bro. Like, because if Billups is out, you know what I'm saying, you throw in Lindsey Hunter and then Rasheed Wallace used to play a lot with that second unit, and it's like Rasheed Wallace can control a lot of that a lot of that game. They used to run a lot of action through Rasheed Wallace in those Pistons teams, a whole lot. And it's because he was more like a Jokic than he was just a red, random stretch four. And I think that's where he was ahead of his time, too. It's like he had a lot of ability for a big man that like yo if he would have got that freedom in today's game who knows what he would have been i think he would have been at least a hall of famer though i think would have been a hall of fame but yeah but you know the, the problem is with what iggy did is you know you probably like if your goal is to highlight uh rasheed you probably shouldn't use Giannis. Right. <laughs> right you know that's that's like your man saying you know this this the, this the fattest girl i ever seen and then you see and you be like huh you know what i mean like you you he set the, the the bar so high for Rasheed, and I, I was a huge Rasheed fan. And also another thing, Rasheed got thrown out at half the games. <laughs> the ref hated Rasheed, man. That was crazy. Bro, Rasheed once got attacked for looking at the ref. <laughs> <laughs> that, YouTube that one. He, he looked at the ref and got attacked. But um, yeah, Giannis is different. Don't compare him to my man. Uh, Giannis would destroy that boy. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm ready to say Giannis would destroy him. Destroy but, uh, him. Bro, destroy him, bro. Destroy him. Rasheed Wallace could give anybody work off he offensively Rasheed Wallace give anybody work, bro. Prime Rasheed Wallace. Prime Rasheed Wallace is giving Giannis that work, bro. 
Giannis would go Stop, bro. Promise she was giving Giannis that work, bro. No, they were giving the rock. No, they were giving the rock. They let Rashid no, Wallace get 20 shots. No, no. You don't believe that shit. Giannis 25, bro. Only one guys would need a help defender, and it wouldn't be Giannis. Bruh, Rashid Wallace was one of those guys, right, while he played in the NBA, that nobody really could actually guard, bro. Nobody. Yeah, while, while he played, bro, you're talking about him versus Giannis, bro. It's him. not. I, I mean, I got to use his skills, though. Like, bro, Rasheed Wallace can shoot over anybody, bro. Rasheed cooked like dirt. His, his release was up here. Look, Rashid, I'm not even trying. I'm a, I'm a fan, bro. I'm not even trying to. That's why I don't like this comparison, because I'm not even trying to down my man. But I just feel like Giannis, bro, is on that. On that transcendent level, almost man, like he, he's up there with today's greats, bro. And I don't think when Wallace played, people were mentioning him with you know the top three NBA players in the game at that time. Agreed, I agree with that hundred percent. But let's, I'll say this: if Giannis, and it, and it goes vice versa too, if Giannis had in his game what Rasheed Wallace has in his game, in his game, he might be the goat. It's same with Rasheed Wallace. If Rasheed Wallace had what, had what Giannis had athletically, whatever else y'all want to call it, he could be on some goat shit. So no, like they it's not like it's not like Rasheed Wallace, it's not like Giannis got everything that Rasheed Wallace has, because he didn't, bro. And Rasheed Wallace, bro, he get a he can get a bucket on anybody. And I stand by it. A prime Rasheed Wallace gives Giannis buckets, bro. He's I mean, gonna give anybody that, buckets. Rasheed Wallace had like a 40-something minute vertical. A lot of people don't know him for being that high rise, you know, that athletic dunk. But I believe he was the state champion in the high jump in, in Philly, if, if my basketball history is right. Somebody fact check that for me. But uh he was so an I a question. So Rasheed Wallace, you, he was he's like a defensive player? You, you could say he was a defensive player? He could play defense too. All right, so how many first NBA defense he made? Zero. I don't think he had any. Now and how many Giannis? All of them. <laughs> he made four. He's nowhere near Giannis. Let's not, let's not get into comparing accolades for Rasheed Wallace. That's the entire point of Iguodala's point, is that, like, in today's game, Rasheed Wallace will be great. So we, you literally that literally means you can't compare him in his game, in his quote-unquote day, because we're talking about something totally different, bro. We're talking about, like, you, you, you see what I'm getting at here? Like, you, you can't do that, bro. We talking about Rasheed Wallace placing him in today's game. He would be a perfect fit as a big man. Probably, but I don't think he'll be better than Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> That's a stretch. Maybe not uh, better. Yeah, maybe not better. But Around, In the ballpark? Possibly, though. Like, I feel like Rasheed Wallace be one of them dudes that give anybody buckets in today's game, bro. He could have said Draymond Green. He should have said no Giannis. Well, I think Rasheed Wallace is better than Draymond Green as is. Exactly. He could have said that. He could have said no Giannis. I don't know. Maybe maybe Draymond Green, you know, rings make him better than Rasheed Wallace. But I don't know. But isn't what you just say we're not comparing athletes? <laughs> don't give me that shit, man. No, no, no. I'm talking about straight up, though. We saying, like, Draymond or Rasheed Wallace? Uh, I'm taking Rasheed. I'm taking Rasheed, too. I'm taking Draymond. Nah, I take Rasheed just because I don't like Draymond. I think he's overrated. Taking Draymond, man. Draymond mentality. Rasheed was a tough guy too. 
and, and also proven to be a winner, you know what I'm saying, with that Detroit team. But um, I, I don't know, man. Draymond just does everything. Did everything. He's you know he's not the same Draymond. Draymond don't score though. He don't do everything because he don't score, bro. He don't score. Draymond can't score to save his life, bro. If they needed a bucket, Draymond ain't getting it, bro. I, I don't see him do too much nut shit on the offensive end. And I think Draymond is. A, I really think Draymond is a great player. I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think like you can't quantify with Draymond. Draymond's greater than Rasheed Wallace. I think we might be looking better in their primes. Oh. Draymond might be the greatest role player of all time. Yeah. Me, him, or, or Robin. That's the big but I mean, he's in that conversation. Sure. Him or Robin. That's that's a good that's a good conversation. It's hard to quantify Draymond's contribution to the game at the end of each game. It's really hard to quantify. Like when he fuck when he gets, you know, these these seemingly introverts, you know, or these seemingly more quiet type dudes like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. When Draymond runs around the other team sideline and gets the crowd going crazy at him and puts all the attention on him, it's hard to quantify what that means for a team when then Steph and Clay can just start knocking down trades because they don't got to worry about shit. You know what I mean? When oh, Draymond's fighting the best player on the other team, trying to get in his face, like, I don't know how much that, sw- that swings the pendulum the Warriors' way. You know? I don't know. Draymond arguably elevated Steph's uh, career by getting Kevin Durant off the team. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, like, right. if, if KD never leaves, we, we never have this conversation, right? We, we just keep saying KD's the best player on that Warriors team. But with Draymond getting KD out of there, then Steph going on to get another ring, like, that changed both of their legacies. At least oh, yeah. Draymond getting KD there in the first place and then getting him off. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> Can't quantify Draymond's contribution to basketball, man. It's really hard to quantify. All right, so let, let, let's uh, hit a culture topic, man. And uh, you know, this is one of my favorites. This is a gas classic. It is the good old, "What are you watching?" Um, so I'm hoping we all got some good uh, contributions that we can quantify. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anybody watching anything really good right now? Any good ass shows? I like what you did there, T. Um, I mean, I've been trying to get my money's worth in Netflix recently since they keep upping their prices. Uh, <laughs> um, but I did check out, I forget the name of it. It was it was a movie. I think it's called Don't Look Up. It's basically an end-of-the-world type scenario. I don't want to give anything away. But it's a lot of famous people, a lot of cameos. And it's a it's a unique little look on how today's world kind of what we were talking about earlier about how everybody's stuck in the social media getting online and how if we were facing a true end of the world scenario how how that might get spun or how that might go uh you know based on how people are in today's world and another show i started checking out on netflix is that love death robot show i think we mentioned it on this on this segment before uh is is a very interesting show I love how each episode is completely different. Um, it is, it is holding my interest. I didn't realize there were so many episodes. I had to go back because it started me in the in in the latest jump. So I had to go back and watch from the beginning, man. So I'm I'm loving that show too right now. So love Death Robot, man. I, I like I've started the first episode and I never I've never finished it. So I, that's something I got to check out. 
Yeah, man. Is each episode is different, so it's like even if you don't really like one that much, the is is gonna be one that you get into, man. Because it's I don't want to get nothing away for anybody that might watch it out there, but um, it's like two or three episodes, bro. That 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 shit just hit me, man. Like it, the the concepts are very deep, you know. And and the first one was Don't Look Up, the movie. Yeah, the movie that was that was also one with a deep concept, but it's it's a comedy though. So it's very lunching. It's very it's very goofy, but I think it's also pretty accurate because uh, you know, man, people don't be paying attention to nothing but their phones. How how you receive information in today's world determines a lot on how serious or not serious you take it. And that movie put a, a excellent light on that. I I actually seen that one. You know, that's the one where the guy was like, um, it, it does have all the actors like yeah yeah like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, um, Timothy Chalamet, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. uh, uh, Medea. You got everybody. Yeah, yeah, Medea's in that joke. Um, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, they, they got <clears throat> until NASA like something was happening, and they wouldn't believe him at first, right? That's the same one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Bryce, what you got, man? What, what What have you been watching? Man, I'm salty because it seems like all my shows coming to an end, and they just it's like they just got here, now they coming to an end for me. I think I, I watched them too quick, but uh, I'm telling everybody to listen that the best show on television just had its finale last week, and that's uh, the man who fell from the man who fell to earth. And the man who fell to earth is on Showtime, bro. That show was great, man. Like I can't wait for season two. Uh, season one left left me wanting more of that show. Uh, like the the progressions of the the, the main character. His name is Faraday. It's it's almost unbelievable how good this guy is acting. It. I can't remember the actor's name, but when the Emmys come back around next year, because I don't think this was this came in time to qualify, but this joint is definitely going to be getting Emmys, bro. Because my man killed that role. Like, long story short, it's about a guy who literally fell to Earth from space, but he had it's like in his country. I mean, in his on his planet, there are no feelings essentially. So. You're watching a guy not only learn Earth, but learn feelings at the same time. And the way the the act the main character is acting this out, the progression of him growing, not only to know Earth, but to know feelings at the same time, is really impressive uh acting work. So Salty Dad Joint's done. Uh I just started watching the movie. If you need a if you need a good, a decent, I shouldn't say good, it's it's decent. It's a decent movie. It's called Spider Spiderhead. You heard of Spiderhead? One of the top movies on Netflix right now. It actually stars Thor. You know, Thor is one of them guys, bro. I don't I don't need to know his real name. He's always gonna be Thor. Like he did that. He's like awesome Urkel shit. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can ever remember Urkel's real name. He's just always Urkel. I think Thor is one of those guys. But Star is Thor, and he's not playing Thor. And it's it's, it's an interesting, very interesting concept. It centers around uh, an alternative jail, and uh, I don't know. It makes you wonder, like, would you rather be in real jail or this jail by the end of the movie? But uh, y'all want to check it out? It's pretty good. Nah, I thought I thought I saw that one, man. I thought that was a very good movie, um, especially for Thor, man. Chris Hemsworth, man. It was a great, great change of pace for him, bro. Because I've seen all the Thor movies. Big Marvel fan, and I thought it was a a, a dope, a dope uh, jump for him. Yeah, yeah, it was weird to see him not being Thor for you know, like I feel like that's the only role yeah. he got to play. It's like, bruh, 
You too swole out here, bro. <laughs> like uh, what scene? I'm trying not to ruin it, but in one scene, my man gets to they get describing a little bit, and Thor is like clearly losing. It's like, wait, hold up, this is Thor, bro. He bought his, bought his call on his on his hammer one time, or hit dude with the shield. It's like, oh yeah, nah, he's, he's emotions is going crazy. Yeah, I've seen that one as well. Um, I'm not as high on it, but I I did love the concept. I thought the execution was a little sloppy, but. They got one of my favorite actors, man, my man Miles Teller. I've loved this guy ever since he broke the lawn gnome and Project X and all the X. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> He's been one of my favorites ever since. That's one of my favorite movie scenes. Uh, Project X is one of my favorite movies of all time, too. Um, but, uh, G, what you got? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Um, Disney Plus. Um, yes, yeah. I just finished. That was fucking Krennic. Uh Did we say uh, the Academy already last show? Umbrella Academy. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah, back. That is crack, bro. That is crack. That shit was some more crack. I've been trying to stay inside. I've been, I, but outside keep on calling me. But these shows have been keeping me inside for a little bit until outside calls. But oh, what else is another good show I've been watching? Um, well, I finally got to watch uh, Doctor Strange. The multiverse. Yeah, that shit was a letdown. Yeah, I felt the same way. I was like, okay, I'm like, so this so it wasn't about Doctor Strange? It was about Wanda, I guess, the whole time? Wanda in uh, America. America, right. Erica, America, but however. Yeah, that- <clears throat> Doctor Strange kind of felt like the side chick in his own movie, but uh, yeah, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite part about that movie though was was and sorry to spoil it for anybody that's seen it, but Wanda, man, she went crazy with the kills, bro. That those were some of the most vicious kills in a Marvel movie to date. She was just snapping on niggas, bro. Wanda, oh, Homelander, and uh, that was that was definitely the best part of yeah. Nah, it was, it was, bro. She went crazy right there. Bro. And, and Wait, the they had a Homelander in that movie? No, but Wanda, <laughs> Wanda like, went berserk. Like, oh, you know how Homelander know. don't really care. Like, he's going to kill you. Uh, okay, she went like that. Okay. Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. There was that scene where it was like, I was like, damn, bro, this is kind of, like, vicious for Marvel. Y'all niggas don't normally. Like, viciously. Yeah, yeah, I was like, y'all normally don't just be like, oh, we just gonna kill these niggas right quick, like, boom, boom, boom. It's like, okay. It was pretty graphic for what we know Marvel uh, to do, uh, especially on the big screen. Um, yeah. Who, who, who's Captain, uh, you know, this is a spoiler by now, but uh, Captain England? Or Britain, Captain, Captain Britain. Britain um, it was a bunch of random. <laughs> Threw that joke in half, bro. Like a turn of the universe type shit, right? Um, uh, the fi- Richard from the finance, uh, Fantastic Four. The yeah, she even got my man Professor X, bro. Killed that nigga too. Weakest, Played him really. He was the weakest villain. I mean, hero ever, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who who was the weakest heroes? Uh, Mister Strange, no, Professor X. All of them was weak. My yeah, honestly, they they weren't they weren't fighters, bro. They weren't fighters, except the two girls. The girls was tough, but still, Wanda. Honestly, she killed the dudes in like three seconds, bro. And then the girls at least put up a little bit of fight before they got fucked up. 
Yeah, I, I vicious deaths. That was the best part of the movie. Hopefully, Marvel keeps it up. You might get me as a fan. Um, and I guess for me, what have I been watching? I've been watching a lot of stuff, but um, namely right now I'm watching P Valley. And uh, P Valley just had P Valley just had one of their best episodes ever, and probably one of the best episodes uh, TV episodes of the year, um, if you ask me. And uh, it was crazy. So if, if anybody is familiar with the Uncle Mur, the Little Murder, Uncle Clifford, Big Teak storyline, really Little Murder and Big Teak, um, that that's a that was a crazy storyline. And um, part of that is based on a true story. If if, if you Google Big Teak or you know search him on Twitter, you'll you'll see that his storyline came from a true story. But um, P Valley, um, very entertaining show. But I'm, I'm also watching a show that came out last year that was on Apple TV. You know, I just got an iPhone, so I never had Apple TV. So I'm, I'm kind of catching up. And um, this show called Severance. Bryce, you seen this? Yeah, I've seen it. This seems like the type of show you'd be into. So basically, the storyline is, I think it's produced or directed or something by Ben Stiller. But basically, it's about a, a group of co-workers, and they undergo this uh, procedure called Severance, which basically splits your your mind in half so like when you walk through the doors of your job you just go into autopilot and you're a worker and when you walk back out you are your regular self so to you you know all you do is walk in and walk back out of work so you know your regular self just feels like you were never at work and you your memories are split also so your work version of yourself remembers work and does nothing but work like they never leave work right <laughs> and then your regular self never goes to work. Seems like a good deal, right? But you got to watch it because, uh, you know, there's a silver lining in everything. And they work for this huge company that will be the equivalent of a Google or Amazon. And it's a, it's shady. It's secrets. Um, there's people protesting it, uh, you know, calling it forced labor. It's a really well done show. And it's about five or six characters. Um, but I'm on episode four. And I'm I'm loving it. It's called Severance, and uh, it's cool sci-fi. I'm a sci-fi guy anyway. But uh, that's all I got. Uh, I would say watch Stranger Things, but I haven't even watched it. Yet. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I uh, I haven't finished Stranger Things. I started. It was good, but I haven't finished it. I feel like they waited so long. <clears throat> old now. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Them kids age too quick. Like, yeah, I mean, they didn't, but the last time I watched it now, it feels like I'm watching a totally different show. It feels like, Same, bro. Same. It feel like it should be a year later, but they age like four years. <laughs> like Everybody aged four years, but they show the show a year later. Like You don't really. I, uh, I guess I do want to add to what are you watching? Um, I'm not watching this, but I'm, I'm watching this show's uh, whatever information comes out. The OA. So I, I ran across. Hold okay. on. It's coming back. The hopes up. I ran across a, a random YouTube that kind of gave me hope that the show could still exist. And it was based on what would be considered like very paper thin evidence, but like a lot of it had substance to me and I'm sure to a lot of other fans. And uh, Bryce, I'm going to shoot it to you because this is the first one I've seen and I was like, we might have a season three next year, but uh, we'll we'll see. 
That was a dope show, man. That was a dope. Hey, one more too. I know we most of us probably watching this one. The boys, man. The boys yeah. is crazy, bro. That's that show is yeah. like that show is literally what it would be if America had superheroes. I just started that John Cena. Shout out to my guy A Train, man. Oh no, he a bitch. They all they always do an A Train dirty, but I, I got a feeling bitch. Play. I got a feeling he's gonna end up playing a real big role down the line. Any anybody that was in the the what the seven, the original seven or whatever, they some clowns. <laughs> Bro, I don't know who y'all hate the most. A train or what's the what's the uh the little fish dude? Nah, the fish oh. dude is, that, that dude got issues, bro. Uh, I kind of hate A-Train worse because the fish guy is just dumb. Like, he don't know any better. You know what I'm saying? I can't think of his name right now. But A-Train, like... His name is Deep. The Deep. Oh, yeah, the Deep. Oh, my gosh. The Deep is super shallow, too. <laughs> the, deep is, the Deep is so useless, too, bro. Like... Your man is so you like yo water having a water power seems cool like you know what I'm saying but T like, first like, unless he can shoot water out of damn hands bro that man is useless Let well as a hero you know what I'm saying he's pretty useless but like that's a cool power to have it is bro it is but then you end up messing with octopi I, I don't feel like a superpower should give you a, a super fetish, but like apparently, this is a this is a crazy show. <laughs> yo, words, some couldn't catch you. Yo, wait until you watch your room. You caught up yet or no? Oh, nah, bro, very, I, very I, I don't season, even want to ruin this. Very first scene of the new season, they they went too far, man. I was like, oh, yo, bro, bro. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Yes. Yo, like, oh my God. Son. 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 Yo. Thank God I'm not I'm not homophobic, but what the fuck? Quick little lesson. That was that was crazy. Yo, is it is it worse than is it worse than euphoria with my man's dad? Yes. Yes. Oh God. Oh God. It was bad, bro. It was That's bad. Terrible. Bro. I don't know if I want to see that. <laughs> no, you're gonna see it because you ain't got no choice. You're gonna keep on watching it. But it's like, as bad as it was, it was also hilarious, bro. Oh my god. Boys is probably like, yo, the way they're able to blend action and comedy is very, very genius at times. No Captain. Yo, y'all watch the Mayans? If y'all fans of Southern Anarchy, watch the Mayans. It's not bad at all. It's pretty I'm good. I never saw something. Oh, then dad, you got a lot of catching up to do then. I do. I, I, I've been watching, you know, bro, I'm a Star Trek guy. I just watched the finale of the new Star Trek. I don't know if there's any Star Trek fans on gas, but uh, which one? Strange New World is a, a great show, man. It's just a great show. Star Trek, which one? Strange New World. I don't know. I'll be watching one with my girl. Well, oh, Discovery? Uh, yeah, I'll be watching Discovery. That's my job. Discovery's good, but Strange New World is like OG Star Trek. Like, mm. I like, I like both, but I, I really like Strange New Worlds. But uh, that's. Yeah, that's I think it. I found out about Discovery from a What Are You Watching segment. So 
Shout out to what are you watching, man? Use uh, <laughs> use some of the advice we giving out here, man. Check out some of these shows. Tell us what you think, man. Bring it. Oh, Nas just dropped the documentary series real quick on Showtime. Supreme Team. I want to yeah, watch I wanna it. Check that out. I want to check that out. Well, I ain't, I'm not trying to start a what are you listening to, but uh, Harry Fraud and Fresh Montana just dropped a a, a bomb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You talking about the album? Yes. Bruh, you like that album? I love that album. <laughs> I love that album. Uh, this was I long ago. I love that. How you, bro, how y'all, how you from up north and don't like, bro, Montana and Harry Nah, Fox. G used to love Prince Montana. That's why I hate him so much now. He used to be his idol. <laughs> bro, this sounds like mac and cheese. Stop. Stop it. You're bugging. Bugging the fuck out of here. The only song that's worth listening that I, I have on my phone is Blue Chills. Is that the joint with Jada and um No, nah, the first song, the intro song. Intro. See, I ain't even look at the names, I just let it bang. That's a great album, man. No, it's not. That shit was so far as fuck. Let me check it out, man. I'ma check it out. I mean, go ahead, but I I didn't catch I didn't catch old French vibes. I wanted to because it's like what you said, the heavy fraud, like most of the heavy fraud. I love saying that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, if you can't, I'll be like, like Musica, whatever name they call whatever, like Musica and Bryce Ford. <laughs> Bryce on some bullshit. <laughs> but that's all I'm saying. That's That album was La like Musica and Fraud. That shit was not what I, I, I would have thought it would have been better. Man, look, I like it. There's no singles. It's not Max trying to catch a, catch a heat. You know what I'm saying? A little heater. It, to me, it was just good music, but you know. I guess I gotta re-listen re to it again, but I really didn't fuck with Cause it's hard for me to take French that gunnery when he just he, he became so pop. French is a, a pop, pop guy, LA guy. Pop, bro. I remember. Like, I'm, yo, so, so serious? That's my shit. That's my shit. Style on you haters. <laughs> Tell you, bitch, I'll see her later. Ah, yo, that's, like, I'm a real, I'm a real Coke Boys fan. I love that I shit. You, I told you he was, bro. I told you you should look up the French. I know a French so hard, one. So hard. That shit, that shit, fuego. Yeah. Or intro, or, or like, fucking, we're talking about Mr. 16 or Casino Life. Like, Casino. I'm, that's why I shit the intro. Oh, my God. You win some, you lose some. Oh, he's going to say some shit. Oh, some friends win, some friends you don't. Like, oh, like your friends are saying some shit. But when you listen to this, I'm just like, what is he doing? Like, I was like, ah, oh. I was like, ah, oh, some part is fucked. I was like, ah. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Blue Chills gave me that old feeling. So I'm thinking like, all right. Then I'm just like, nah, this is not, this is not. I look, I loved it. You know, I'm not. I'm a more of a Max fan than a French fan, but I like tattoos on her ass. One of my favorite songs ever. Most disrespectful <laughs> shit ever. Most <laughs> disrespectful shit ever. <clears throat> you gonna make a banger and disrespect somebody's wife? That beat is crazy. Too, Tattoo on her ass is the best on the planet. In Greece. Ooh, that shit hard. That shit hard. See what uh, I'm saying? No. Man, you know. Before we get down to uh, Coke Boys, you know, and yeah. public domain ways. Uh, Can I put Nick onto, onto Max B? I tried so long, but Nick is not a fan of this. 
can y'all help me with this? Let's cross a different guy, man. Uh, but if you can listen to the beginning stages of Young Thug, you could listen to French. To I mean to Max B. Because my, the beginning stages of Thug was like the earth was basically Max B. Early Thug, early Thug. I've been listening to early Thug and early Quan. That blah, blah, blah has gone viral on TikTok. So uh, I kind of see what you're saying. When they would come to them trying to sing. Early Quan was an era, man. That Rich Gang was a was yeah, an era, Rich man. Gang, bro. Rich uh, Gang went crazy. And to me, it's crazy that now that Young Thug is locked up, Rich Homie has the, kind of started to resurface. Rich Homie been my dog. I listen everything Rich Homie drop. I listen to, bro. Like I know people be hating on Rich Homie now, but that's my dog, bro. And Aaron, I like Rich Homie because he don't just talk nonsense all the time. He be having some motivational songs. Some hey, Rich Homie got I, some shit, bro. Bro, him and Thug was a great team, but you know the fact that it never lasted. I, I still I can't fathom that. That has to be a documentary series, in my point of view. Like the fact. Rich Gang was something and out of nowhere just disappeared. <laughs> It'd be locked back. back to the basics is a classic album, yo. Rich Homie Kwan, Back to the Basics. That's a classic, yo. Check that album out. Classic. That's the new one, right? Nah, that's one of the older ones. Oh, that joint is a classic, though. He, he, uh, I need Rich Homie back, man. Let's that wrap this one up, fellas. Uh, you know where you can find us on all socials. Um, you know, we went late tonight because we started late, but that's because of that good-ass pre-show. Uh, I thought we had a great show. Um, don't kill your man for his girl. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> um, also, I ain't say none of that shit. I ain't say none of that shit. That was not me. Fuck out of here. Also, we got the gas merch on the gasmerchstore.com where you can get this wash your, wash your ass tea. You know what I'm saying? You can get the gas hats, you know, you get your gas cell phone case, whatever you need, we, we got it covered. Um, but yeah, I don't know what I, what I missed, man. I feel like I'm missing something. Stay out of dark alleys that night. Yeah, that too. But you made you you hit on everything, bro. Like definitely cop that pre-show, man, because the pre-show it get it, it's different. It's different. Of a pre-roll and a pre-show, man. Enjoy me. <laughs> yes, sir. And you get to hear a little bit more of my life escapades. It's not that bad. <laughs> These guys can tell you this. That's the reason why we're late. You do it enough, you can see Rasheed Wallace on the Falcons. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely on the Falcons. Hitting a linebacker uh, with a block. But, uh... <laughs> I'm going to end this how we always end this, man. Sports for the culture. The Sports for the culture.